Friday again. There it is. You know where you're at. Yeah. So, you are listening to your ordinary hosts. He's Brian Bunn. He's Michael Long. And together we are Extra Ordinary. So, we're joined by Ello. Yo. Yep. He's our most famous guest yes. to date. Yes. Indeed. Thank you, thank you. Not as famous as you guys, though. No. Well, you're getting there. If you don't know this show, we talk about whatever piques our interests. News, current events, pop culture, music, film, entertainment of all kinds, science, technology, philosophy, bitches, tricks, and hoes. Yeah, a lot of that. And much, much more. So you can listen live by going to mixlr.com slash extra dash ordinary. Sign up, create an account, unless you're a fucking asshole. Right. There is at least one out there. Yep. And that way you can participate in the chat. We monitor the chat during the show. Try to pay attention to what's being said. If you say something good, we'll incorporate. You can find us on iTunes. Go to the iTunes store. Type extraordinary, two words, into the search bar. Sort by podcasts, and I promise you will find us. Where else are we at? We are at the... ExtraordinaryPodcast.com dot com and there you can easily follow the links to iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio. You can find us on Twitter at EO Podcast Ohio. You can find us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash extraordinary podcast. Like it and share it. Love Tell it. your grandpa. Tell your mom's mama, the Beastie Boys and the Dalai Lama. <laughs> That's right. So where do we start this week? Well, we could go old school and just talk about how was your week, or I guess in our case, past couple of weeks. Yeah. Fuck. It started with the day after last show. Yep. We had Bunzy Palooza. Yes. It was intense. It was fun as hell. Blast. Oh, man. Had a nice pool party. People were swimming. There was a lot of live music. Musicians in and out. Fucking. It, it was a revolving door of yeah. musicians, too. It was cool. It was really laid back. Mm-hmm. It's not like anybody had a set list Mm-mm. or slotted into a time slot or anything like that. We did just play a few Truth Monster songs while Travis was here just to get some out and open there. But yeah, it was it was really cool. People just, you know, if you played an instrument, you got up there and you played and everybody enjoyed it. The sound was awesome. Fucking Rob brought yeah. all his music equipment out, his subs and shit. It sounded badass. It was a good fucking time. It was not so good in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Holy hell. I felt like dog shit. I felt like I didn't even go to sleep. I'm pretty sure I did, but I don't even remember. 
I don't know if I did. I was up real fucking early. It kind of felt like I just closed my eyes and opened them. I didn't even go to sleep until 3 p.m. the next day. Oh, <laughs> God, man. I uh, I tried to get here somewhat early, like early mid-afternoon, something like that, because yeah. I knew things would ramp up in the evening. Mm-hmm. And my plan was get there kind of early, pace yourself on the drinking, and then, you know, you can go all night. It just didn't work out that way. <laughs> no. I, I ended up at home by like 11 p.m., shit-faced hammered. <laughs> My wife drove me drove me home because I was that hammered, and I didn't mean to, but... Lost two cameras. Yeah. Quickly found them. <laughs> yeah, it was intense, and throughout that whole week after, kept bumping into people that were like, dude, fucking badass party, man. That shit was awesome. That was like the highlight of my summer, so... I'm glad everybody had a good time, man. I did too. Surprisingly, when you throw a party, usually you might be the person having the least amount of fun because you, you got to monitor yeah. shit and it's at your house and everything. But everybody was so cool and everybody was being so cordial and just nice in general that didn't. Have, there was no fucktards, nobody acting like too much of an idiot. That's something that we've talked about before in the past now. Like, remember back in the... Like high school days or in your early 20s where anytime there was a party, somebody had to be a douche or a fight broke out somewhere or something happened. That rarely happens now. And I think that's because we've kind of learned that if somebody just shows up out of nowhere who wasn't necessarily invited, you can kind of just be like, no, man, you got to go. Yeah. You can, like, almost stop it before it happens. Or, yeah, if something does happen, then enough people are going to stand up and be like, dude, fuck you. You're being an asshole. You You have to go. go. Right. And it's kind of like I'm I'm getting softer in my old age. Like, when I was younger, I probably would have just been like, met you at the door. You got to go. Or met you in the driveway. Nope, sorry, you gotta go. You give us a warning now? Now now it's just kind of like, oh, hey, how you doing? I don't, I'm not gonna give you the warning because I don't want to come off aggressive right away because Mm -hmm. I don't want you to feel, you know, like someone's fucking nipping at your heels and giving you shit. I try to make them feel as comfortable as possible right off the rip. And then if they're gonna dig their own hole, then they do. And I'll just keep my fucking eye on them all night. I allow people to show themselves and then react after that anymore. Whereas before, when I was younger, I kind of reacted, which was a little safer. Yeah. Reacted real quick. I'm trying to, as I'm getting older, I'm trying to give people the benefit of the doubt, which is sometimes not a good thing to do. I mean, sometimes you you know that it was going there and you're like, fuck, why didn't I just... Yeah. I should have just kicked them out right away. You'd hope now in like the older age... People should know I'm a guest at someone's house. Like, yeah, it's okay to get wild and crazy, maybe. Well, yeah, sure. It gets, it get. We actually, I welcome the wild and crazy as long as you're not being an asshole. You're not disrespecting my property mm-hmm. or disrespecting other guests right. or whatever like that. You, you're a guest at not my place. Not making people feel uncomfortable or. Mm-hmm. Well, we're all adults now, so I mean, yeah. that's the big thing. And you well, expect people now. to act like adults. Yeah, exactly. Except somebody turned over a bunch of chairs. I don't even know what that was about. <laughs> I heard about that. Okay, sure. Fucking 
that was actually a good surprise in the morning. It made me chuckle and was like one of the few things that actually made me feel good that morning. Yeah. It's like, oh, nice. That's funny as hell. Like, wish I was at that level to have enjoyed that too. It was all in good fun though. You know, it was like one of those things that, you know, nothing got damaged or anything like that. So still maintaining the adultness, right. you know, just, it was just a good old fashioned prank. Right. It's like a good, I love, you note. uh, if you're listening out there, what had happened as I woke up in the morning and every chair or anything you could sit in and even other things were flipped upside down. Like all the chairs in the yard were upside down, all the chairs in the house, in the pool, the, the pool toys were the pool toys, down. everything was nice. upside down. Uh, there were even like stuff that was sitting on my bathroom sink that was like, uh, you know, the soap canister and, or yeah. like the lotion bottle and shit was upside down. <laughs> really? On the sink. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Commitment. Yeah. Yeah. See, when I showed up here at like 10, 30, 11, something like that the next morning, because I was trying to figure out what the fuck happened to my two new cameras and hoping that I left them here. And I don't know how long you'd been up at that point, but you even apologized. You were like, dude, I like can't even really engage in conversation. <laughs> yeah. You did a good job, though. Yeah, I was you. trying. I was. It, you did a good job. It's, it's really hard when you wake up from a night like that. Your, your brain's so fuzzy. That it's hard to get back in the socialization mode yeah. where you're like, what? I know I've just been having a conversation with you, but I'm kind of just staring at you and I don't even know what you just said. But the, the upside down shit didn't even register to me because for some reason when I was walking through there, like I was walking back to the stage area and Rob was packing up his shit and whatever, I saw like tables upside down and other chairs and stuff and I'm just used to like you flip shit upside down when you're cleaning up chairs right, and right. tables I was just like oh they've been doing some work already <laughs> <Nice>. this morning <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah man it was uh, it was a hell of a rager I can't wait to do it again next year I think we'll do it we'll have an annual yeah. deal every yeah, year yeah you got to might you as got well to. got the land for it it was too good of a time It'll probably be bigger next year. Yeah. Well, look at what happened with the dropout parties, you know? Yeah. They yeah. gradually got bigger. And that's kind of what I wanted to replace, I guess, was the dropout parties. Because they were such... They were young parties. We were younger. Mm-hmm. And it was much more wild as far as, like... Just the activity. Yeah, and the activity and the going shit on, that was going on. Those but, never uh, went bad. They never went... I no, mean, I think... I think there was there was one time where uh like didn't we put Andy in charge of security and yeah people had to step in. I had actually I was at Dan's, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. That was the last time I was that the yeah, that was the last time I took acid. Mm. That was, was our that last party. dropout party too. Yeah. The thing is is it was a show though and you know like pretty much whoever just showed up and you know yeah. they're like, "Hey, which was cool." I, to be honest with you, I couldn't believe how many people showed up to that shit. Like, I remember it being a thing, and we had it built up in our heads that it was going to be this big thing, and then it was this big thing. And I was like, holy shit, yeah. it actually fucking happened. I was surprised a lot of times when we did shows that a lot of people showed up. You know, like, mm-hmm. I never invited anybody except maybe, like, one time I think I invited one person. Right. That was it, and there were right. just a bunch of people there all the time. Right. 
You guys got good amounts of people when you would play at the underground in Sandusky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, those were good times. I saw some pictures from those times just recently. I was like, holy fuck. Those were some wild times. I remember just... I just remember the feeling I would get when we would do shows. It's totally different now. Like, if I'm going to play now, I actually get more nervous now than I used to. Yeah. Which is crazy, because I'm deeper into my musical side than I was then, But and I should be more confident. But it's with the gained ability comes more like self-criticism too. Yeah. Where you're like, Oh God, am am I going to be able to nail that fucking drum fill on that one song that I know is tough? And every once in a while I nail it perfect, but most more times than often I don't. I tell you the first time that we did a show, I was really, really nervous before anything happened, but I get the same feeling every time, you know, even now I would get it. And it's like, as soon as the music starts, it all just goes away. Right. You know, you get in the zone and Mm -hmm. you just roll with it. Cause it's almost like a, you have to like, there is probably do have to get, well, you get to a point where you're like, I'm not going to sit up here and fucking embarrass myself. I got to do this. And anytime I go into a show, I'm, negative about it and then it ends up proving me wrong you know yeah. it always ends up being like wow that was so much better well not all the time i have bad, to, bad shows but i have to imagine it probably goes better than you expect that it would for how nervous you start out mm-hmm. before the show starts and then i think it there's also something to be said for like you have to go for it so you don't embarrass yourself right and if you do muff one or two things at least muff it trying right and it right. makes it better than just mm-hmm. fucking it up yeah, it's like, it's a weird, it, it's a weird mentality that you have to put yourself into. Just kind of like ignore everything else that's going on and pretend like nobody's there. It's hard to do that, especially yeah. when people cheer after the song or something and you're like, oh yeah, and then you're back and you're like, whoa, yeah, I forgot this was fucking going on. Yeah, you really can't prepare yourself for something like that either, you know, like mm-hmm. your nerves are mm-hmm. so wrecked and you know, you it's you all can't. in your head. Yep, it's all in your head and usually... As you go, you know, after the first two, maybe three songs, you're locked in after that. Because the thing is, is that you build it up in your head the whole time you're there waiting to play. And then you go from just standing around to being the main focal point of every fucking person in that place. So it's like, boom, you're just getting tossed into the fucking wolves right away. So you're going to be fucking nervous. But after you two songs in you realize oh this isn't really that bad and then you can really lock in and oh yeah get it going well we are we usually started with you know one of my songs or whatever when we do it and like you know that first verse or whatever always felt like it was forced right but, you know by the time i got to the second one after we got through the chorus like everything right. was just golden after that right and, you know, yeah yeah if there were any mistakes you know it was like we recovered really quick because that's what you got to do. You can't just let the train wreck happen and then everything stops and then you're going to be standing up there like, oh shit, what do I do now? And everybody's watching you so you don't want right. that to happen. That's the right. last thing you want. Yep. There is a great joy in playing a live show though. When you, fuck, when it when it goes well, when it goes bad, it's just a bad vibe all the time and I always seem to, the, the shows that I go into positively always end up being train wrecks and i'm like damn it i was so pumped to do this and then the ones that i'm worried about end up coming out awesome everybody's like dude that was best i've seen you guys i'm like really what (laughs) (laughs) so what else pants 
Pants. pants. Yeah, pants. Yeah. I, I came here. Jeans in general. Yeah. Well, I came here today, you know, and I'm all overdressed and stuff, you know. I, <laughs> I feel like I should be, like, in some loungewear. Yeah. You know, but. He's rolling happens. with the button-up, the collared button-up. I don't know why. Yeah. Me and Mike are t-shirting and sweatpants in. I don't yeah. leave out my case swisses because they're white as fuck. Oh, nice. <laughs> Gotta keep them clean. Hell yeah. See, for me, I don't know what it was. I was just like, remember... Graham's pirate pants that he had forever. Yes. The pirate pants. Yep. It was part of a Halloween costume. They were red and black striped. Yep. And they were just the right material and stretchy, but like, was it like a stretchy nylon-y type of probably nice and cool all yeah. the time? Yeah. He rocked those until they disintegrated. Mm-hmm. I got these secondhand out of a bag of clothes when I was like 17 so they were already broken in. I'm going to have to stand up to show them. Already broken in, and they're still rocking after like 15, 16 years. Taxi since pants. They, it's great, too, because they're not so baggy at the bottom that they go past your heel and right. drag on the ground, yet There's... a person two times my size or more could wear them because the waistband... <laughs> good thing there's a drawstring on that it's got boy. the perfect drawstring with the grippy <laughs> thing that slides up and holds it right where it has to be yeah. right in place hell yeah taxi hey, pants that's the name of your new album yeah that's <laughs> your new rap album <laughs> yeah taxi pants we were we were talking about clothes the other day and one of the things that bothered me like throughout my life you know i'd always have a favorite shirt i think we all do you know yeah. and it's just like yeah. and you just rock that until it's gone, yeah. and then you know you're never going to get it back. You can't go buy another one because, you know, every season they bring out new clothes or whatever, so, like, it's just gone forever. And right. if I could just have all of my favorite shirts ever, I'd be, like, the happiest person. Hell, yeah. Had this one since 84. Is this mine? Did I put this down? I think so. It's yep. a wide. Yeah. All right. Oh, dude. <sighs> USA basketball win today? Didn't they? I don't know. I know they played yeah. uh, Spain. Yep, they won. They won. They're going to the going final. To the gold round. Yeah. I wouldn't see why we would lose. Yeah, they're good. There is a lot of shit to be desired, though. I've yeah. been watching them. They're they're getting by on talent. They're not really getting by on like Play, mean, playing as a playing co- as a like team. A, yeah. Like they're it's just all so talented that they're fucking winning. You know. That's why it. It shows that winning the NBA championship is more difficult than oh, yeah. winning in a, a gold medal. You, it's not the same. They're not the same. Right. And what... Because uh, Bas- basketball uh, uh, game's 48 minutes in NBA? Is it 48? Yeah. They only play 40 for the Olympics, I that believe. That might be right. That's Just probably 10 minute, right. 10 minute quarters, I think. But still, man, that's fucking... They're just rolling on talent, which is crazy that they can do that and still win but i'd like to have seen them gel as a unit a little better because yeah. then they'd be blowing them out of the fucking water yeah. did you see the play that Kyrie made that Ali oh, was falling? falling down yeah. yeah dude i think next year and i'm just saying this now next year is going to be Kyrie irving's fucking year dude i just i'm i just feel it with him he's been playing fuck he played basketball he just won a championship then he went to fucking play in the Olympics so he's gonna stay hot like he's not gonna have downtime you know what I'm saying he's gonna be ready to go beginning of the season the only thing I worry about is when it gets to the postseason 
is his body going to break down because he's been playing all fucking summer? My only problem with Kyrie is that he really takes that, you know, break a leg thing to heart. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. All the time. He's just on the floor constantly, which is, I mean, the shit that he does is amazing. I mean, it's raw. I mean, I think the dude really does have the best driving game as a point guard in the league. I mean, it's fucking... It's one of the best I've ever seen for a point guard. Some of the circus shit he can do, and my heart fucking jumps every time he does that shit. And then it happens, and you're like, wow, wow. But even, like, speaking to what Ella was saying, (laughs) he'll fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah. He'll hit the ground, and I'm like... (gasps) And he gets back up after he makes this weird fucking crazy shot that he wasn't even looking mm-hmm. and he banks it off the glass and hits it gets the and one but hit the floor fucking hard and it'll get right back up but yeah. it scares me every fucking time i feel like it's gonna be his year dude i just feel like he is gonna be it. a fucking monster this year I he's got the confidence after you win a championship and you've proved it to yourself that you can do it there's no more doubt in your mind, especially when you have talent. Like right. His. There's no more. You don't have doubt anymore. It's already happened. It has happened. And you don't have to worry about like, am I living up to my potential? No, you fucking did it. Dude. You know you what I'd like? It. You know what I'd like to see him do? Actually, I don't know if it's possible because he's such a scorer. He's such a yeah. score first point guard. Yeah. But it would be nice if he could for implement. him to do if he could do like what Rondo did when mm-hmm. he proved that he could drive and get a basket almost every time. It allowed him to kick out, mm-hmm. and the Cavs have enough outside shooting. Mm-hmm. If he actually starts driving and kicking out, he'll have a shit ton of assists if he wants to. Yeah. He can he can put up. He's not Double a bad ball distributor when like he's Rondo play- was at his peak when he was with Boston. When he's playing that role, he he really can distribute the ball well. I think he's mm-hmm. a good passer. I think he has that with him. If he could just 50-50 it, he might be the the best point guard in the league. If he could get his assist game up and if he could become a triple-double machine like Westbrook or something like that, you yeah. know. Yeah. Dude, unstoppable. Him and LeBron, I mean, even if you could put a cast of fucking nobodies around them if, <laughs> yeah. if he was playing like that and they'd fucking win. Just a couple of mannequins or dummies <laughs> standing on the floor. <laughs> Hire people to move them around and shit. Well, look, I mean, the Cavs finally got their <clears throat> quote-unquote Jordan Pippen yep. on the championship team. They had LeBron and Kyrie, and then, what, Kevin Love is the Rodman but in a completely different way in an offensive way whereas Rodman was the defensive, defensive beast right right <laughs> I also, rebounding freak and then I, I got to have good other good players around you just good just good I heard a rumor about Kevin Love possibly going to the Lakers D'Angelo Russell going to the Kings and we get DeMarcus Cousins which He'd be a huge asset to the team. Here's what I'd say. All right, here's my argument to that. My only argument, and this is um, half-glass-full argument for it. I would do that for... um, I could see how... All right, here's what you're trading. You're trading Kevin Love's talent plus his fragility... Because he's just fragile, yeah, mentally and yeah, yep. whatever else, he just doesn't quite have it. But lots of talent. 
can score a lot, can hit the threes for you, brings a lot to the table mm-hmm. for as much as people shit on mm-hmm. Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. You're getting DeMarcus Cousins. Really good talent, huge amount of talent, and his biggest problem is like he doesn't get along with people right. or is a Moody. locker room, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so was J.R. Smith when J.R. Smith was on a shit fucking team. Right. And Cousins is on a shit, shit fucking team. Right. I could see LeBron and some of the other guys being like, dude, just do your thing. Mm-hmm. We'll get you the ball. We'll get you your points. Yep. You get some rebounds. You can have a nice thing here. And he doesn't have a Hang bad out with mid-range the, yeah. shot either. Yeah. Hang out with J.R., He's our, you guys will probably get along. Right. <laughs> like, who knows? Right. I don't know. You and JR just fucking go out and give him the pipe. Oh, wait, JR just got married. Yeah. And like I say, the only reason I'd be willing to do it is because as long as I've got LeBron and Kyrie doing what they have to do, plus the role players that the Cavs have, I like the chances. Yeah. But you need enough yeah. talent in that third spot, and now he's that that dude instead of I it's a nice progression down if you look at the the Cavs team yeah then you get to Tristan and then you get to JR because if you do lose love for Cousins then Cousins is going center which pushes Tristan Thompson to power forward which is that's not terrible that's his true position right yeah yeah yeah. and then LeBron JR Kyrie it wouldn't be that bad but at the same time, Cousins isn't out there fucking draining threes when you need them either. That's true. Fucking yeah. Kevin Love as shitty as he was in the finals. And I don't want to fucking rain down on him too hard, but getting pushed around like a little bitch down low. Nobody's doing that to Cousins. That dude is huge. Well, let's be honest, too. When Kevin Love was with the Timberwolves, he was their star because mm-hmm. they were the rest of the team was that bad right ideally what, that was my I, worry ideally when we got him yeah. in the first place ideally kevin love is your second or third best player on a team i would say yeah even when he was with them i'm like mm. it's only because they're everybody else sucks yeah who else is scoring but i also miss fucking <coughs> i miss fat kevin love yeah like yeah he lo- I feel like he lost too much weight, man. Yeah. And he like he went for speed, but he's not coordinated enough to use that, so he should have just stayed bigger, I think, man. He would He was he'd a better, be able to throw his weight around a little more down low and He not- was a better rebounder when he was with Minnesota cuz he had a little more yeah. girth. Yeah. Jump up, push those guys out of the way and stuff, so. Yeah. <clears throat> you ever seen old pictures of Kevin Love looking super hood? Yeah. With like the fade and like the pencil line fucking yeah. beard thing. We have a lot of really good playmakers. I think the people that bother me the most are Smith and Shepard. Like, I feel like they're good sometimes. Right. But like a lot of the other guys, like if they need to step up, they can. You know, like right. even Della Vadova, you know, right. like last when year. They, when we needed it. Yeah, he he was making plays. And that's yeah. what really what you need. Even if you go back to like when Berja was with us and stuff like that. Just the hustle plays. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. He would get there and get it done, you know. Mm-hmm. And like I feel that J.R. Smith and Shepard just don't necessarily have that in them. Or they, I could see that they whine and cry instead of trying. <laughs> right. Like they'll give up instead of like 
where Del Vadova would never give up. He would just no. And he's like the littlest just, guy, right, you know, yeah. like he can easily get knocked around, but yet he's still just jumping in there, you know, getting what he has to get done. And he's the same way too. And when we were playing in the finals and he would come into the game, man, he drove me nuts and he annoyed the fuck out of me. I didn't hate him because I know what his game is. Right. But I felt like he was taking it to another level playing against the Cavs. And, but then I was thinking, but maybe I'm just being biased. Like maybe that's just through my own perception because he was with the Cavs for so long. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wild. I wonder what, <coughs> wonder how he felt when that happened. I mean, like, I, I'm sure he was happy for Cleveland. Like, I'm just no doubt in my mind. Probably sad for himself at the same time. Right. Like, man, son of a bitch! It fucking finally happened, and I wasn't there. Yep. I want to. And change. he got traded earlier in that time, season yeah, too. Yeah. So I, at the same time, I could see him being the selfless type of dude that's just like, well, if it took me having to be traded or whatever for it to happen, I'm glad it did but i mean i mean i don't know he maybe he's loyal to the fucking warriors i don't know here's what we need for this show we need like a car switching from first gear to second gear to third gear yeah that's what i want to do when i want to change gears i want to say let's change gears and then we can go into second gear only if we've been talking about something too long but we've been talking about the Cavs a little while. We'll get off it. Um, I wanted to ask Bun if you've been kayaking. I would assume no, because we're not getting enough rain. I haven't been. We got some rain recently, in the past week. Yeah. Um, but no, I haven't. I haven't uh, kayaked all summer. I've only actually kayaked one time this year. Well, I went to uh, I went to Mill Hollow. And at least I went to Mill Hollow and the spot that I went to that was near the river, it was just so low. You could just see right through the water and there were just the rocks. Rocks were all over. Shale. Yeah. And uh, so what I ended up doing, I don't have a kayak. I wish I did. I need to have one for when the when it I mean, is I got- good. Got five of them, dude. Anytime you need. Oh yeah. If you want to borrow two or. I don't think I've. Yeah, I've never been in a kayak. Only canoes. It's I've good done time. Plenty it, of canoeing. It's cool. But. It's uh It's. For you, it won't be that hard. Heavier people, it's harder for because of the, just the weight distribution, and you have to have like a core strength. But if you're a light dude, you don't have to really. It just floats. Yeah. So this last time I went to Mill Hollow. I have to wait. I just have to wait. (laughs) That's a low pissing in the sub pump. That's a low pissing in the sub pump. So I went to Mill Hollow and I was like, well, I'm going to walk the trails and whatever. I looked at, there's a, before you go back into the trails in the Bacon Woods. Uh Uh-huh. And yes, it is called the Bacon, bacon Woods. Bacon Woods. People out there. They're growing bacon. Yep. Bacon trees. You're just picking bacon off the trees and eating it. It's the greatest place on earth. Anyways, I went to the Bacon Woods, and before you go into the trail that splits off, one goes over a wood bridge thing, and one leads to the hollow tree mm-hmm. at Mill Hollow. 
I was just like reading the thing about the tornado because I was in Mill Hollow during the, that exact right. tornado. Right, yeah. They have this thing and it gives you all this information. It's posted on this big wooden like display. And I believe it was 92. July of 92, I was at a graduation party and they reserved one of the pavilions. And it was hot, humid, kind of like the summer we've been having this year. Mm -hmm. The hot, humid days are just fucking nasty. Mm -hmm. And towards the end of this party, getting into the evening, the cloud cover came. So that's when I started playing volleyball that they had set up. Before that, it was probably... I don't remember the early part of it that well, but I'm sure it was... It was, this girl's parents were friends of my parents. And she used to babysit us occasionally. So it was probably her and her chick friends probably looking hot, playing volleyball in the hot ass humid <laughs> weather. And I just watched them. But the cloud cover came. I started playing. I know my dad played. My brother probably played. It started raining. We were like, well, fuck yeah, we'll play in the rain. That's cool. Within 45 minutes, a ranger comes down and says, there's been a tornado, like there's a tornado warning. It's headed this way. Like you got to get your shit and go. <laughs> We've seen it touch down in <clears throat> fucking Norwalk or Huron or like somewhere. So everybody's packing up real quick. I remember like running into our station wagon. It was one of the ones where the door opened um, on the back. Yeah, gotcha. Just suicide. Like side well, not suicide. <laughs> yeah, door, yeah but you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, car door style. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember sitting there and just watching, like wind and debris and shit blowing over trees in the distance, and thinking like, oh, fuck fuck then my dad ran over there got me and my sister who's a couple years younger than me Katie we were both sitting in the car waiting to go and they were still getting the last bit of shit and we ran out of time so my dad runs over gets us puts us under these picnic tables that are in the pavilion and as that thing whipped around in that valley before it went away I was just huddled with my family and some other people under these fucking picnic tables no shit. in the middle of a tornado. My youngest sister was not even a year old yet. She was like six months old. And I just remember my mom was in front of me and had her entire body over her, completely shielding her. And I was even a dumbass. I was huddled behind my mom and was like holding on to the picnic table, but getting pelted with shit. <laughs> Dude. Wicked ass shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. When I was like 12, I was camping in upstate New York and it was like straight wilderness, bears, like all kinds of shit running around. And uh, we were at a campground, but me and my friend were sleeping in a truck. And the truck that we were sleeping in, there was a huge tornado that went through there, I guess, that night. Some guy had died, like two trees right over top of his tent. He died that night. No shit. And yet in the truck that we were sleeping <laughs> in, though, 
the tree fell down right next to it. And I shit you not, this tree was so humongous that it would have completely crushed the truck if it would have landed on it. And it was like right there by us. No wow. shit. Yeah. Didn't even know what was going on. Honestly, no you know, just thought it was raining or whatever. Heard some noises, thunder, you know, storm, whatever. Yeah. So I got lucky on that oh, one. Fuck. Woke up the next morning like, oh shit. That freaks me out too because I got so many goddamn huge trees around here. Like even yeah. if one that wasn't that close to the house fell, it would still hit the house and smash the fuck out of whatever was in its way, man. That reminds me though, the reason that I was at Mill Hollow, I was like, I'm going to walk the trails. It's been a while, whatever. And when I was walking through the part that's right near the front, you see these spots where they had to repair like the wooden platform bridge thing that you walk down mm-hmm. because trees just fall over. And I was looking at all these ones that had dead branches, completely dead, just chilling there and thinking there was one that was tipped over. And I was like, what is holding that up? There's a way smaller tree, like barely has a hold of it. And it's just sitting there. And I'm thinking that could come down right now. Right. That could just want to come down. And then I went deep. There is a trail that goes past Darrow, I think, even. It goes way out there. So I'm walking on this trail. And right where it gets to the end where it's going to loop around, you can take like a smaller trail down to a beachy area where the river is at. And I was thinking, before I even got there, I was thinking... It's so, like, secluded out here. You could come with a chick and just bang her out in nature. Nobody would know. Yeah, no one would probably know. (coughs) So I walk through this path. I am not shitting. This is 100% (laughs) accurate. I see a dude and, like, a chick with her head in his lap. And they kind of turned so that I couldn't see what was going on. And I was just like, oh, fuck. (laughs) <laughs> I can't believe that's actually happening. So I just like walked over there. I was like, I just, I felt bad. You weren't like, even. Hey, yeah. how's it going? Yeah. I was like, I felt bad. I was like, fuck, Enjoy man. The They're actually trying to do the thing I was talking about. And I happened <laughs> to pop up and I just like walked off and I see three fucking deer, a buck. And then like what? A doe and a fawn. Shit. You not fucking Bambi shit. And they're banging too. No. <laughs> that that would have it. been hilarious. If it was springtime, they probably would have been. Yeah. But it's end of summer. Guy over here is getting his dick sucked. Deer orgy over here. <laughs> but the the doe is just fucking staring at me. And they're probably 50 yards away. But I mean, will not look away. And she'd like say something to the buck. And he's like, fuck it, dude. He, nobody shoots at us here. We're in a park. We're cool. Just chill out. But the fawn is there, and I'm like, she's just got her eyes locked on me because the fucking, the little one is there. Right. He's like, no, it's good. It's good. You're just being paranoid, honey. Right. Come on. Chill I'm on. telling you, that's okay. exactly what's going on. And then I thought, so I watched them for like 10 minutes at least, and I thought, all right, if these people- I told you, honey, you're not yeah. in the hood anymore. <laughs> Let your guard down. So by that point, I was thinking, if they were embarrassed that I walked up on them, then they had enough time to, like... I even gave enough time to finish, I figured. I was like, oh, they were already down here. I'll just walk out, whatever. 
So <laughs> and I look over there and she's sitting on his lap and they're just like slow banging. Just <laughs> slow and sensual. She's just like, and I just thought, all right, they don't care. So I fucking walked off. And <laughs> so basically what you're trying to tell us is that you did not go get in line behind the guy that was there, right? I'll be over here not, when you're done. <laughs> I do not because I have this ring on my finger now. It actually, yesterday was my fourth anniversary between me and my wife. Happy anniversary to, to you. Mike and Dee. <laughs> oh, shit. Nature but yeah, bang. Totally happened. And then I got 50 yards down the next path, and it was a father and a young daughter. And he was like, I thought there... He's like, I know there's an old bridge here somewhere, and it was right where I had seen those deer. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but there was a new path that was a little off, and I was thinking, if they go out there, they could probably still look over and see that. And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> facts of life yeah. and I kept walking down the path I don't oh, know man. what happened oh, but man. they ended up catching up with me once I got towards the end and then rode past me on their bikes the sun was all like <laughs> wide eyed and fucking no it was just a father and daughter father, oh, and, father daughter. and daughter oh man <laughs> oh look at the deer what's good are those people <laughs> nope <laughs> Check out those deer. Oh, my brother is out there finally. You fucking asshole. Tornado of 92 survivor. Yeah, he actually had a shirt. He commented in, I survived Tornado 92. And he ended up finding a shirt that said that. And it probably wasn't even. It could have come from Tornado Alley, a tornado that just happened in 92 in right. some other state. But he found it at a Goodwill, I think. Hmm. I want to get a bunch of shirts made, just say a bunch of random shit on them. You know, whatever fucked up thing I can think about at whatever time, maybe a joke. Get into that whole business, making my own line of clothing. I wanted to have a service. (laughs) I wanted to have a service where I like came up with band names for people, but... It's harder than you'd think. I always think about them and don't write them down, and then I forget about it. But sometimes I just think of a thing where, like, Bun said my album would be called Taxi Pants. It just, like, it it pops up, and you're like, yeah. Oh, see, I wouldn't make the shirts for other people. I would. You couldn't buy them. They'd just be my shirts printed fresh. Just, made to order? No, no, you can't buy them. No, I'm not selling them to anybody. I'm just printing my own shirts that say awesome-ass things on them. Hell yeah. Maybe some throwbacks, get an ASL on it. I actually found a... Oh, what's the website called? Son of a bitch. I'll have to look it up for you, but I've had a couple shirts made through this. I mean, it gets a little pricey because you're putting your own graphic on it or whatever, and it's like 23 bucks for a shirt, but it's a legit shirt. Like, it's not some fucking... Print it off on a fucking printer, paper, iron on oh, bullshit. Man. It's like a legit screen print. I actually uh, made this shirt. I might actually have the fucking <laughs> the file. I can show you what it looks like. I made it in Photoshop. It's a. Uh, they always called Amber's brother George uh, Bobby Boner. His 
they call him Bobby because his middle name, I believe, is Robert, but his first name is George, but they always called him Bobby. That's just how it, he was always Bobby. Oh, you don't have to tell me. I know all about that. You know the deal. Uh-huh. And uh, he, uh, they started calling him Bobby Boner or Bobby Bone for a long time. And then we came up with this thing where when we were playing cornhole, he would get on a hot streak and be like, you're in the bone zone. (laughs) (laughs) So I had this fucking shirt made that says the bone zone. And it had like a cornhole bag with like trails coming off of it. Like it had been tossed or whatever. It's fucking awesome, dude. That's what I'm talking about. That's see, if you can make your own clothes all the time, you'd probably never go buy another printed shirt ever. I don't know. I don't know what happened to this, but this is a picture from just over three years ago. And I've, I have it somewhere, but this was me wearing it three years ago. Oh, nice. I have one that's never been worn, but I don't know if my ex took it or not. She might have that shit, so. Here's the uh, the graphic for the shirt that I made for him. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> the cornhole bag. With the- that's fucking awesome. Hell yeah. <laughs> the bone zone. Yep. Gave it to him right before we started a cornhole tournament, too. Makes you wonder how you get a nickname Boner. Boner's dead. Did you know that? From uh, Growing Pains? Wait, what? Boner from Growing Pains. I, I guess I'm just... I don't know my Growing Pains. Growing Pains? Well, um, Kirk... What's that fucking dude's name? Kirk the, Cameron? Yeah, Kirk, Kirk Cameron. Cameron. Okay. He was, had a friend. Was that the Michael J. Fox? No, too, or what that am I was Family of? Ties. Family Ties. Okay. Family Ties. Okay. Um, fuck. Now I want to sing the Family Ties song, but I can't. <laughs> like, as I can't. long as we've got each other, <laughs> is that what that is? That Family Ties? What am I singing? <laughs> you maybe, but Make doesn't it? Shit it up. Doesn't it end with like a shooby doo wow or something weird? I can't remember. Isn't that Family Matters? Family that? Matters did the shooby doo wow. Yeah. All right. There was that. Or it might have been. Oh no, it was Family Matters. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, and I don't know this for sure. I actually want to look it up. I think whoever did Full House theme did Family Matters theme, right? Probably. They were both on. I'm right. I mean, they're like yeah. so fucking identical. Well, they I mean. came on right after one another right. and they were on that TGI Somebody got contracted yeah. by the fucking company to do the theme songs or something. Just too similar. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But uh, there was a boner on uh, Growing Pains. Kurt Cameron's friend, his nickname was Boner. I do remember that, yep. And I guess his dad played on Star Trek. He was one of the minor... Growing Pains is as long as we've got each other. That is Growing Pains? Yeah. Yeah, all right. BJ Thomas. That was Boner? No. That's who wrote it. Oh. I want to know who Boner is. I'm going to have to look it up. It's going to be hard to look that up. <laughs> I know. Um, probably no, get you just got to type in growing pains. Growing pains. It still might. Fucking <laughs> like, yeah. Boner growing pains. <laughs> <laughs> Viagra site. Fucking. Andrew Koenig. He, uh, I think he committed suicide. Ooh. 
2010 reported missing. Um, body hanging from a tree in Stanley Park in downtown Vancouver. Whoa, so he went public with it. Yeah. Because his dad played Chekhov in Star Trek. Was that a dog noise? I heard something. Not sure what it was. That's Boner's dad from the original Star Trek. Hmm. Pavel Chikov? Yeah. How diverse of a show. They had that dude and they had like a black woman when it wasn't common to have like black people or women as part of a crew member on something like a goddamn spaceship. Somebody's telling me that they're, and I've never delved into it, but uh, you're a film guy, and I'm sure you get to do classes that just talk about film too, right? Like, uh, yes. you get to do like, kind of like a music appreciation, film appreciation type thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Some guy was telling me that there's a lot of similarities between westerns and sci-fi for whatever reason. There are a lot of links in creating those. I don't know exactly what they are, but he was telling me that his buddy was a film major and was going, they were drunk one night and he was going over how many like similarities there are in that. I don't know if it's even the spaghetti westerns or the... Probably, I would think. Right. It's probably the same, but... I probably have to get more in depth into it. I've taken like a film appreciation when I was going to LC and then I've only taken one class that was just like an overview of all media. So it literally starts with stuff like radio and gets into early film gets into TV and we even talked music we talked video games it was really fucking cool because it was just everything packed into a few days and he'd let students go on tangents about things and ask him questions and do these things and if that means he didn't write shit down from that lesson plan when we took the test it wasn't going to be on there if he wrote it on the board even if he didn't get to all the shit he wanted to get to, whatever he was able to write down, and I just wrote it down along next to him. And then before the class, I'd read over it real quick and be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, take the test, boom, 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 boom. Ace it. Hell yeah. Because he did shit like I talked about before. Um, we got into backmasking, and he played some Beatles stuff backwards. He played some Led Zeppelin backwards, some Prince backwards. When we got into video game shit, he had this PowerPoint that a previous professor who had passed away had made with old school games and stuff. And it even had a clip of the video of the dude who beats, I think it's Mario one in like two minutes or something. 
Mario Warp 3. Whistle in it. That's Mario no, 3. No, not, <laughs> not even that. I think it was Mario 1 where okay. he was um, warp piping. Oh, just running a top yeah, across right. the top. Zero. Running yeah. super fast and skipping over right. everything and then using the warp pipes. And right. So whatever the record is on that, it might even be under two minutes. I'm not sure. Because, I mean, he's ju- if, if the flower dude whatever jumps out of the, the pipe... If you time your jump perfectly, you can get over, over right. him without getting hit. Right. So he never gets mushrooms. He's just a little dude the entire way. And then boom, boom, boom. It's like the world, if there is a world record, that's probably it. I'll tell you, have you played Mar- any of the Marios? Like recently? recently, a few years ago. They're still emulator. great. They're yeah. still fun. Yeah. I, especially, uh, was it Super Mario World? Was the Super NES? Yep. Yep. That shit was that was probably the best Mario. That shit was awesome. Yeah. All the little secret hidden gems and the yeah. little fucking worlds you could get to if you found certain amount of keys and yada Getting yada. Getting all the colored like exclamation points to unlock right. secret areas right. and levels that you already played yeah. or whatever. Yeah, man. Do you remember in Mario sixty four there was a certain levels, the in between levels where you had to jump through the sky block to block and like do long jumps and all yeah. that. They were kind of difficult. Imagine mm-hmm. if we could play that in the VR. Ooh. Dude. You, ooh, it's probably gonna happen soon man. enough. You'd you know, have a heart attack, dude. You'd trying to, you know, you'd be like, "Oh yeah. man, I'm gonna die." Yeah. You know? yeah, it's that VR shit's fucking for real. You know, they're doing fucking Fallout Four in VR. Yeah, I've heard about that. I know they're gonna do some other things, and I mean, just think about how where the graphics and stuff have come. And just the, uh, just where video games have gotten to in general. And think about, you're in the early stages of VR. There's going to be some badass game where you're flying through the air. Where, like, fans are going to be blowing on you or something (laughs) in a certain sequence. Oh, (laughs) that reminds me, uh, like... PS1 came out and they had that that vest you could get. You were supposed to be able to feel like you play Street Fighter, you feel the hits oh, or whatever. No I, di- I didn't even know about no, that. That's really? Crazy. No, no I, I bought one. I think it was like 100 bucks at the time to get one. And all it was was a speaker on your chest. And it was like the worst thing ever. Oh, <laughs> man. So, yeah, it'll be like fans in the background blowing up <laughs> yeah. in the VR. Yeah. And they'll sell them to you for like a really expensive price, probably because they're yeah. fans. And oh yeah, normally you can get them for like ten bucks. So. Still, the capabilities once they start doing stuff like Fallout and other open world games in VR, it's gonna be phenomenal. How how great is it gonna be eight years from now? Right. Fuck ten. Yeah. Like all right, five. Yeah, yeah, it'll be advanced. Eight years. It's there's gonna be a badass like state-of-the-art game affordable gonna come out yeah like for real man and the, the thing about like the fallout 4 vr 2 is like you wouldn't really be able to play it vr like move around the room because you're limited yes. to space so yeah. you'd have to play it with a controller but it would still be badass to be able to look around yeah you know man, that would just fucking be cool as fuck dude yeah. My only <sighs> real discrepancy with video games is that most of them are headed in the cash gra- 
cash grab direction, you know? So like yeah. they're all cash shops. Like if you look at Pokemon Go, for example, like, you know, great. It's fine if you're just starting to play it. But if you get a little bit further, you're trying to catch harder Pokemon and you're going to run out of balls really quick. And right. then they want you to spend, you know, X amount of dollars. Yep. You can yep. you have to do it on the fly if you yeah. want to catch Pikachu or whatever, right. you know, the case right. may be. So but then a lot of games are headed in that direction. Took my first gym today. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. At 11.17. Vaporeon. I don't Took know what that, that means because I'm not playing. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty terrible well, at it. <laughs> I will say, because we've talked about the Pokemon Go, and we talked about how it's probably just going to help Google Maps so much more by mapping yeah. shit out. Yeah. And, uh, well, I just saw a thing, a video for a augmented reality game where it's like a horror game. And you're supposed to play it in your house, and scary shit's supposed to happen, and it'll type shit out on your keyboard, like scary shit to you. It's like really getting, not just getting in your phone, but it says it's going to map out the inside of your house so it can put shit to scare you when you walk around corners and stuff like that. And I was really? like, all right, now they're getting the insides of can our map house. Out right, house right. Holy shit. fuck. Well, you it's can one actually thing to get everything outside, but now your house with the set on because you're not going to run into anything or like, well, I mean, no, it has to be wireless, but no, no, it's just on your phone. Oh, it's, a, oh, it's oh, okay, a, okay, okay. It's gotcha. augmented reality like Pokemon oh, Go oh, is, oh, oh. but you, you see everything in real time on your phone and you, when you're looking on your phone, like crazy shit pops out and or scary figures or crazy messages and it gets into your phone and types shit out on your phone. I'm like, all right, obviously it's in your phone. Pokemon Go is in your phone. Plenty of shit's mm-hmm. in your phone. Your government's in your phone. <laughs> but now they're mapping out the insides of our houses. If And I'm being totally conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. Easily capable. Oh, fuck yeah. You're using the camera on a game. Mm-hmm. Your cameras record. GPS location. They can look at the pictures and then look at the coordinates and just say, oh, yeah. because of this, this has to be here and this is what this has yeah. to look like. You really have to be careful too, just like with everything in general, whether it's an app for your phone or like on Facebook or whatever. When you start clicking buttons just because you don't know any better and you're like, oh, let me approve this, let me approve right. this, you're giving them access to everything that you do. Right. And it's like, it's terrible. Like people don't realize it though. Mm-hmm. Like you can, you just as a normal Joe or whatever could go and I think you can change <coughs> your Facebook and make it into a developer page, which is pretty much the same, but you can develop apps and whatnot. And then you can make an app and just send it to somebody and get them to approve everything. And you can see, you know, their messages or, you know, any of their personal information. And, you know, like you're saying, you know, like in your house, they're they're mapping out the inside of your house. Like some of them, some of it could be probably pretty easily figured out because, you know, a lot of models of homes are built the same. So you could be like, oh, this is what the inside looks like or whatever. But if you build your own house, you know, or you have a house yeah. that nobody knows anything about, you know, now you're, they're giving you locations of like pretty much everything in your house. Right. Not to mention, are they projecting things that you're going to see, but they're also going to probably see the shit themselves. Like they can watch through your camera, you know, like right. if you got a secret layer or something, you know, like, right. I'm just saying if I was a millionaire, you know, I had a bunch of money, I'd build false walls and hide in places, you know, <laughs> I'd love to fucking build secret passageways a couple of them like I man I really want to do that (laughs) have a nice fucking bookcase fake bookcase door to a fucking whole nother chamber 
that is the live audio room or something like that. You know, it'd be fucking sick. If the pool ever becomes too much, you know what I that's always what wanted. I'm, doing. I'm using the fucking pool as a goddamn underground layer, and I'm tunneling over to it. You know what I always wanted. I always wanted a room in my house where, like, you walk down the hallway and all the doors look the same except one has the the doorknob a little bit too low. And it just, obviously, it'll stand <laughs> out because of that. Right. And you open it up and the ceiling right there is like the fucking floor. And you actually would have to step down a little bit, and you'd be standing on the ceiling. Just everything is upside down. Mm-hmm. Furniture is all up top on the ceiling. The floor has like a ceiling fan sitting on the floor and spinning. Mind your shins. Yeah. <laughs> or even if it's just a light, it just has a light that's there, it's lighting up the room. You gotta get that just, chandelier that's like <laughs> is magically hanging but being pushed up from the floor. Yeah. yeah. I was wanted an upside down room. Like I say, it'd have to be accurate. Oh. Yeah. Trying to break another bottle. The uh the Powerball was like five hundred and thirty six million, I think is what somebody won recently. You know, the yeah. conversation came up like it usually does, you know, about what would you buy if, you know, you won that much money or whatever. The thing I wanted was an F-35 jet, and I would just park it in my yard, and I would never fly it. I feel like I read a thing where Pepsi had a thing where if you collect a certain amount of points, of Pepsi points, then you could get a jet but they meant it as a joke i remember that they never but somebody got it yeah. somebody got it and i think they just had to settle yeah, like a certain amount of money because yeah. jets are really expensive i yeah. mean ridiculous amount of money i do remember that though yeah that's what that's i mean smart on his part i guess it was like a million points or something yeah 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 they said a million because they were like nobody's gonna get a million he was like fuck dude you don't know how much pepsi i drink <laughs> you don't know how much i want that jet yeah they had that uh, the crystal Pepsi back now. Remember that the clear kind. Yep, the crystal Pepsi. You know, it, it's been a long time, but from what I remember, is that it wasn't that good. It wasn't as good as the normal Pepsi. No. Like, so why would you bring it back then? No, I think for nostalgia's sake, maybe. Or I thought it was weird when I when they brought back the Pepsi made with sugar instead of like corn syrup the or whatever. Throwbacks, yeah. yeah, they did the throwback and the throwback logo and I got one and I didn't like it. It didn't taste right to me. And I was like, that's weird. Cause I read that in Cleveland, like only in this area, for whatever reason, Coca-Cola never switched from sugar to corn syrup. Hmm. Like everywhere else they did, but here they didn't. And I was I was always a Pepsi guy. I don't know. I'm weird, but apparently I was a corn syrup Pepsi guy. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, I because they did it with the Mountain Dew too, where you know it was the throwback version of it. And you're right, it, it had some weird. I, I can't even describe it really. You know, it felt like it was missing something at that yeah. point. Yeah. 
And I know corn syrup is fucking terrible. Like, sugar's bad, but corn syrup is worse. But, I don't know. For that uh, Ghostbusters movie that they came out with just recently, they brought the ectocolors back the high seas with the slimer on them. Oh, shit. Yeah? <laughs> I was... I was thinking about not too long ago the squeezits and at first they were just plastic bottles they just looked like bottles but you could squeeze them because they were made out of plastic right. and had juice in them but then they put the weird fucking faces on them oh yeah do you remember bun god damn it i know he's got to know what we're talking about what the hell are you talking about squeezits squeeze it do you remember the squeeze-its, at first they were normal-looking bottles that were plastic and yeah. you'd squeeze them, but then after that they put the fucked-up faces on them yep. and had, like, animated, cartoony advertisements for it. Yes. They were originally the size of a bottle. Yes. But then they... Wait, grab me uh, Oktoberfest. October. So I don't have to get up later. Squeeze it. Do you remember Skip It? Yes, I do remember Skip It. <laughs> the ankle ball thing? Yeah. Yes. The ball and chain that <laughs> you, like, had fun with? So skip it, skip, skip it. it. But the very best thing of all, there's a counter on this ball. <laughs> so maybe you can beat your very best score. You can do something and a whole lot more. Skip it. Skip it. Can't believe you remember that song. Holy I can't shit. believe it either. i to remix that. Well, last week we <laughs> were talking about My Buddy and Teddy Ruxpin, and it made me look up the commercials for them, and they're just so bad. They're so bad. <laughs> oh. Since we're talking about throwbacks and stuff, do you guys remember the Berenstein Bears? Yes. Yes. You know about the whole thing Berenstain, that's going on? Berenstein Yes. Berenstein? Yes. Yes. I was always a stain. I always assumed they were Berenstein Bears. Here's I remember the, that. Here's what I remember. When I was in kindergarten, I remember for some odd rate reason saying Berenstein mm -hmm. because I was just learning how to read and I remember a librarian whoever the librarian was at South Street School correcting me and saying, no, it's Berenstein. You do? Okay. And then I remember always seeing it as Berenstein, but I'm like, am I crazy? But I feel other people like everybody feels that way, though. Yeah. And the, the, my association with it is that it was spelled S-T-E-I-N, right? So that's like Stein. And right. I associated it with the German word, hence why, you know, like, I only remember it that way. And right. then if you look it up and you Google it, it's S-T-A-I-N. And, like, everybody's like, what the fuck happened? Like, there's a... Well, yeah. it's... Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's fucking wild. It... I know that I remember it stain. I remember seeing it stain. Whatever. Fuck. Fuck you, whoever made that goddamn book cartoon. See, if, if, but if you look it up, though, everybody, like almost everybody agrees, though, that it was, you know, Stein or Stain right, or yeah. however you want to say it. Like it was the E-I-N, though. E-I-N, because where have you ever seen an A-I-N as a last name? And I feel like that would have stood out and right. people would have, because right, you see E-I-N yeah, yeah. e so often. It's fucking Frankenstein, for right. God's sakes. Yeah, yep. Right, right. So, I mean, 
What do you think happened it's though? Berenstein. Is there a cover up going on here, or you know, like a warp in the space time continuum? Yeah, we jumped over. We somehow hit the other dimension. Somehow there was a. Yeah. It speaks to the possibility of parallel universes. Like, can you just collectively slip into the next one over by accident? Right. Like, there has to only be one detail, and maybe you don't notice it. Or maybe it happens a lot. Maybe the one detail is you slipped into one where one or like two colors switch places for no fucking reason, but we all know the order of the color spectrum and you're just like oh yeah green has always been fucking green right like bun shirt but in the previous universe that was something else but you still called it green yeah it was fucking blue it was blue but you called it green but they switched spots how would you know yeah we all just slipped into the other universe where green was always blue and blue was always green or maybe you're the only one that slipped. <laughs> and the people you see around you are still those people, but they feel like they've slipped as well because that's those people that you met when you slipped. <laughs> deep! It's getting deep, man. No, it's the scary thing about the VR because it's mm-hmm. like, well, we're in the early stages of it, and if we're getting to the point where it won't be that long where you could make something indistinguishable even if it's a hundred years that's not that long and let's say it's put it on the high end 500 years from now i don't well that's almost too high with what we're going to be able to do with technology i see no reason why we're not 200 years max away from being able to plug into some virtual reality thing that's indistinguishable from our own universe so it's kind of it makes you wonder is it possible with a universe like this that I'm in that it's a simulation because it could be everything definitely has its own construct to it like you know everything happens in a particle or a wave and no matter how you break it down it still builds up everything so like you know even audio waves or you know any type of wave light waves anything like you know it has to travel over that and there's that basis and if you've ever looked at the light like maybe when it's dark and you squint it and it like it stretches a little bit yeah well even when you look at it stretching and it being so distorted it's still in a sort of pattern you know it has to it's confined to that pattern and whatever makes up everything is confined to that pattern so that's the that's even the thing that can make it just as feasible is I've always compared like everything that's in a video game and I'm talking about what we have now not what we're going to have in the future but it's all made of the same things the character that you're being represented as is made up of everything that it sees in its simulated two dimensional yet three dimensional thing the VR is going to bring in the three dimensional thing and It's just fucked up that our universe is no different. At the smallest level, from what we can tell, I'm made up of everything that surrounds me. Absolutely everything. 
I, you, it's, I mean, it's like a Buddhist thing, but it actually makes the most scientific sense. I am part of the universe. I'm made up of absolutely everything that's around me, just in a different composition. Right, and that's the thing, too. Like, everything is broken down into that simplest sense. Like, if you look at computers, everything runs off of ones and zeros. Yeah. That's two things, you know? Two things are basically running the entire thing. So, like, our bodies, you know, they may be made up of a million things, but ultimately, they're still going to be broke down to that very basic level. And with it being that way, it kind of makes it easier to see everything on the most extreme level as well, too. Yeah. So, because they're just, like, building blocks. It's like having a bunch of Legos putting yeah. two together, and you're like, oh, look, I got a little tower. And then you just put a couple more on there, and oh, shit, now you got a castle, you know? like. But to that's why the universe doesn't freak me out as much as consciousness and like free will and being self-aware that's the shit that freaks me out the most like how did how did that happen how do i know that i exist even though i know technically i don't know that i exist but you know what i mean like consciousness itself is such a mystery to me it makes no sense it makes no sense to me I just know I have it. I think. <laughs> I've never really thought about it that way, but the thing that gets me is like, you sometimes know things, we'll call it the gut feeling or whatever, yeah. and it's shit you shouldn't know, And but yet for some reason you just know the answer or you know something's going to happen and then it happens and then you're just like, how did I possibly know that? But you can't ever say anything about it happening because if you do, it just kind of like fucks the whole thing up. Yeah. There's been several times in my life where I've just been like, okay, I really feel like this is going to happen. And then boom. That's the thing that gets me fucked up because it's kind of like yeah. almost being able to see the future without seeing the future. Well, that's a fucked up thing too. I know scientifically they've proven that like you actually make up your mind before it becomes conscious to your own mind. Like somehow on a small scale, they've realized that even if it's just a choice of is he going to pick left or right, somehow in the the impulses in the brain that they can monitor, they know that you actually choose, I'm going to pick up the thing on the right before you even realize you've decided I'm going to pick up the thing on the right. It's very strange They say that type about of thing. But things break down on the quantum level, I guess. But they say that about your whole life, too. Like, every decision you're ever going to make, you've already made. You yeah. already know how it's going to happen, which doesn't make any sense either because if you think about it, you grow as a person, and your decision may change, but ultimately it's supposedly the same. You know, you're still going yeah. to do the same thing. What are we doing? Uh, it's not quite music break time, but we're I've, getting there. That's we what gotta... I'm setting up right now. All right. I, uh... I got a little hodgepodge of a lot of shit. All just original shit. Nice. Because um, we, uh, the hard out's not so bad. I found a way to get through that. Because we always split it up. We split these into two, two separate episodes. So I just have to be better about coming in on the second half. Should be all right. Yeah. It's time for me to piss in the sub pump. He's gone pissing in the sub pump. Sub pump. Check my titty, think I got a lump. A lump. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I guess we're going to play some music for you guys. And while we're doing that, we're going to go outside where we keep all the strippers at next to the pool. They're in the pool. They're waiting. Oh, I told them they weren't allowed in the pool because I didn't want them to dirty the water up. Because I was going to get in the pool later to wash off from the dirtiness of the strippers. Gotcha. Probably a good idea. I mean, I also brought a towel, though, as a backup plan. That's probably a good idea. I mean, keep it real, you know, as they say. I'm just doing a little production real quick. Are Mike's those pissing the sub pump? Are those a bunch of different songs you got there? Or? Yeah, I'm going to just play them in succession, but I'm going to fade them in and out of each other so it's not such a hard transition. If you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Snap into a Slim Jim. Oh, damn. How about those motherfucking Olympics? I've been watching some of it, but like I've talked about before, my wife spent many years doing gymnastics in her younger years, <clears throat> and now she's coaching them. <clears throat> she's trying to put together a team. They're all, you know, younger kids, but trying to get them so that they're actually competing. So she knows her shit when it comes to gymnastics. And I always enjoyed watching it anyways. You just have to be careful. Yeah. Some of them are too young. Yep. Yep. But like Allie Raisman, she's not too young. And I have to say her backside looks not too bad in that leotard. (laughs) Leotard will fucking hold it in too. Yeah. But I can imagine what it looks like not in the leotard, and I'm like, yeah, that's okay. Nice. It's kind of big. That ain't bad. Do your thing, girl. Yeah. Do your thing. For a white girl. But no, they're badass. And no even pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't watched much uh, basketball. No, I I tried I caught a little bit of that game today which was like I said before, man. They could be better, but whatever. Yeah. You can get by on talent and do it, I guess. What these bitches want from my... I've seen some volleyball. You know, I can understand any of the sports that are, require physical activities and stuff like that, you know, like really showing that you've earned your spot to be there as an Olympian, but I don't understand some of the sports, you know, even call them sports that they have, uh, I don't even know what the one is called, but they have the the discs they put on the ice and then they push it and the people sweep it in front curling. of them. Curling. Curling, that's yeah. right. Like, curl. I don't understand why that is. I'll tell you what, I've been intrigued. I've watched Since it. Since I found out, I've been like, damn, I wonder what goes into that. I've goes watched into training it. for that. But see, the first time Holland I saw it. I always wanted to put a curling team together. 
Yeah, when when I was a kid, I'd first had seen it for the first time with my dad, and we were watching it like this is the most fucked up thing ever. And we've always had this running joke that like they probably have different patterns, like either you swirl and like making little up and down hills to make it do a thing, or you do like circles in one direction or another like we always thought there's probably so much strategy we don't know like you, sometimes you, sometimes you do a zigzag yeah. to make the make it slide a different way or you and they probably do they probably do that shit and i was just thinking how fucking bizarre is this but the most... it makes me intrigued i've sat and watched it just being like what the most messed up thing about seeing that for the first time is like i instantly wanted to do it and yeah, i thought it was yeah. so terrible the scene mm-hmm. i'm like i want to do that so bad it looks so fun but at the same time like so terrible yeah wouldn't it be best probably to be the guy who like slides down on his knee and you like let it ride, let it ride. beside you, wh- you while guys. you're listening while like I he's straight like you slide and hold it and you wait until you feel like you have a good tra- trajectory, and then you let go slowly and just and then let they're it. fucking. Yeah. And then you have to direct them. No, no, do the zigzag. All right, now do the fucking <laughs> reverse rollback. And then <laughs> they got a playbook. Going yeah. On. yeah. Coordinator in their helmets. <laughs> That's how it's gonna be when it's as popular as the NFL, because they'll be like, you can't get a concussion from this. Good fun. Music break. Music break. Music break. Enjoy it. All right. Happen. I'm fine. <laughs> Eliminating the it's as if. Fucking it's as if. It's as if my dick. <clears throat> Split splashing. <clears throat> I drop my car like a bathtub A splish splash, pat on the back, that's a back rub Double back, double back, that's a back rub Double back, double back, double back, double back, double back Eating monsters like a race car A splish splash, a sudden that pace car Double back, double back, pace car Double back, pace car, double back, pace car Double back like earthworm Jim going hard at the rim Stuck in the trap like Stephen Baldwin Biodome, hippies at a stop sign like cornerstones Land sharks keep battling that motorboat Turtle goes faster like a deuce with no piss Like a vertical go backwards like a noose with no lift Like a turtle goes faster like a deuce with no piss like a bird will go backwards like a noose with no lift That was perfect Looks like it's like a like a like a like a like a like a nothing as if shit as if shit What's it do? Let's confuse motorbike 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 Like nothing like something like everything Fuck it, fuck it Look, look it's like
escalator, not on the case. This older the skunk for the swag and the grace. Style in your face like a poop flinging late. Grace on the fire like butler in space. An engine can ride, turn a piss into place like a wind can blow sails and you can blow days. Going jack from deep, I'm talking drumming for three. Puke shit from my mouth and from my ass I will feed. I'm talking curry on D's like eating curry all week. Shit the bed, finals like the toilet's asleep. Like a penguin can't fly, like a foot with no kick. Like an engine can't drive, like a hook with no stick. Like a penguin can't fly, like a foot with no kick. Like an engine can't drive, like a hook with no stick. That was perfect.
take my shirt off Always keep my bone a tug Don't know how to swim Does it look like I give a fuck Belly flop the shallow end Piss but don't tell them Let's get this party started Brought our grease watermelon Couple games of chicken Show them who's best Then I grab a couple burgers And a 20 minute rest Cause I don't wanna cramp up I don't wanna cramp up It's time to get amped up Shots Shots, headed to the rooftop, golden god stance, butt naked, only shoes on, arm stand back, double somersault, tuck, cross the patio set, then I stand right up, tiki torch joust, almost torch the house, party foul out, throw my mouth guard down, I'm the lawn game king, yard darts go big, step them croquet wins, bust a nut and then bounce. Lazy rivers of fools, pull apart a dream, ladies on the loose, party Like a freshman in college Chlorine table and it's up the threshold Cheap so mean it's like I got a chest cold Jackknife splash, deep in king A shallow in prince, can't fuck with my ring Toe thong sandals and them sunspot shoulder blades Skin going pink, thin to leather in my older age Diving board champ, flip one and a half Crackhead pain, trying to surf on a raft Bug spray, just to keep the pests off Kids go to bed, time to take their vest off Share extraordinary, but tell your friends.